0: Game, begin.
1: Hello and welcome to Dadgum Nerds, your podcast for family first fanboy fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Aaron. I'm Zach. And this is episode 71, where we're going to talk all things that we know of and that we hope for of Book of Boba.
2: Yes. <gasps> Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Boba Fett.
1: But I'll tell But first. What. Don't tell me yet. Okay, but first. Because we have a guest in the house this week. That's right. A dadgum true believer from our patrons. Um, This is Daniel Sherman is here with us tonight. How are you, Daniel? I'm good. I'm just a simple dad
0: trying to make my way through fatherhood. Yes! (laughs) Oh, uh, why is it taking
3: this long to answer you on the show, Daniel? I feel like for all all the flack you give me in Discord, we could be (laughs) friends. We could be friends.
0: Well, it's a scheduling thing. and It's really simple. On Wednesday nights, I volunteer with our student ministry. I'm the production director there and I help run the audio and make sure that the the experience there for the students is great. So typically and normally we record on Wednesday nights. Mm -hmm. So we've, you guys have been generous enough to shift over to Thursday for me so that I can participate and, and be able to nerd out a little bit and have some fun. Yeah, I mean, we're happy
1: to do it. We're happy to do
0: it for you. We're not gonna either. make
3: it work because when Andrew's like, "Hey, we're, we need to make this work for Daniel," I was like, "That's good because he's worth a lot to me." <laughs> <laughs> but Daniel said move to
1: Thursday, and we were like,
3: "As you wish."
1: As you wish. Andrew can't be on. Double sold. <laughs> <laughs> Put Captain Andrew in the cargo hold. <laughs> yeah, but well, this That's is it. not about. Andrew we're right out of boba lines. That's it for now. That's, that's it. right. That's, that's all, all we had. That's There's all like yeah, we're down zero so. for. <laughs> so let's no, get to know di- no disintegrations. No, no, that's no that's disintegrations. Right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So let's get to know Daniel a little bit. Okay. Um, so, first, Daniel, what part of the world are you from? So I am in Atlanta, Georgia, but I
0: hail from California.
1: You hail from California? Really?
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. So,
1: what part of California? That's pretty big.
0: So, for, for me, I'm, I'm a uh, retired Navy brat. I was born um, in Northern California. Uh, then my dad got transferred to Guam. So, my brother is actually a Guamanian because he was born out on Guam.
1: That sounds um, so cool. A Guamanian. Wow, that's,
0: that's very Pacific. Yes. A- it, it is. Nice. Um, then we went to the oh, man, Upper Northwest. Bad. We went to Washington State, back to Northern California, um, grew up there. I grew up 30 minutes away from. Um, Skywalker Ranch, and never knew it. I grew oh, up on no. Hamilton Air Force Base, um, which is it's like two exits north of uh, Lucas Marin Boulevard. I think is <laughs> the the road, um, and I mean there was like we'd go to the Chuck E. Cheese that was off of there, so that's where I grew up. I was like that close and never oh, knew it. I mean, this I knew is it. and this is like the mid eighties, right? So it's just like I knew Star Wars and I <laughs> loved Star Wars being yeah. little and stuff, and I was like I didn't so know it was close right to glory. Um, Yes. Um, but then, and then we moved to New York uh, for a year. Then we moved to San Diego. And then that's where I finished high school cool.
1: and then started into my, my, uh, my, uh, adult life, adult life. And now you're in Georgia and yeah, we're happy yep. to have you here in Georgia from CA Europe. to, from CA to GA. Yeah. Yep. All over. And so talk a little bit about your, 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 your family now, wife, kids, all yes. that fun stuff. Yep. Um, married, having to check this out eight years i was gonna say question mark like (laughs) yes (laughs) very
0: important very married um and happily married uh we have one kid she just turned 23 months yesterday congratulations
1: hey congrats
3: you're one month away from just being able to say she's two
0: and there's you know what the great the great thing here's the great thing is that everybody's throwing a party on her birthday and she always gets fireworks that's awesome cool (laughs) New Year's yesterday, yes, she was a New Year's baby, and yeah, another yeah. fun fact: she was the first baby born in Gwinnett County in 2020. So oh, cool. even, we've even got a little snippet in the in the Gwinnett, uh paper <laughs> out here that it's like, yeah, he was. So my name's there. Wow, and
3: Gwinnett uh, County yeah. is a pretty big that's, county, say, so that's, that's actually no statistic. That's no joke. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. I used to live up big. in Gwinnett area before we moved down to South Suwanee. <laughs> North and then Daniel, why do you hate Andrew so much? <laughs> I don't hate Do you hate have, do you have any it, embarrassing it, stories you can tell us about? It, please. You know, so, that he please. doesn't want you to tell?
0: Well, to, to be honest, you know, I don't really have good embarrassing stories with Andrew. Um, I met him through church. Um, so our church um, had made the decision to launch new campuses, expand out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the campus that I signed up for was the Snellville campus. Um, I don't remember seeing Andrew at any of like the pre-work stuff.
1: That sounds um, a lot like Andrew. Like he's usually just at his house. Um, but
0: if I remember, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't remember the specifics um, of how he got involved with it, but I know that he was, he had heard about it. He volunteered to get the, mm-hmm. the experience of doing like the, the church audio visual stuff. Um, sure. But his, his one little quirk. So he, he, he was the production director and I was on an audio and he would sit there like so I would be sitting here and I'd have a, the audio board in front of me and then if I'm right re- he was off to the right and he'd come up and be like he did this this hand thing like he yes. wants more right he'd, he'd always do this right and then if he wanted less it was like you know so he had those and then um, the the other gentleman that was working with me in volunteering to run the board we would just look at him and like tell him to go away because it's like we know what we're doing <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is is that being involved there you know andrew was cool but then there was this short guy that was always there with him and i didn't know what he was doing he was showing up he had the camera and what we did is we were a mobile campus right so i remember andrew being there to pull stuff out of the trailer and help with setup but this guy was never like i don't remember him doing any of the heavy lifting or anything like that right and then um you know we'd go through and then he'd be walking around with this camera and i could never for the life of me figure out what he was doing and then it would be we would do our services tear down and 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 go and then he would disappear he'd be gone by then and the, and then to come to find yeah, out that was traffic. you know and to come to find out it was zach so i was like <laughs> i never knew what zach was doing like he was there but i don't know what you a lot of doing. people
1: feel about that way about Zach. see but listen then,
3: the reason you never saw me do the heavy lifting is because i did it so quickly that you didn't see me. Like, I'm just like a ninja when it comes to unloading
1: production No, yeah, He was just like, I'm sorry, I'm holding the camera. No, I think I it was more like tracks. He had mastered more the, than you,
0: clearly. the ability of not moving so well that we never <laughs> saw him. You know, but then as, as time's progressing, I find out that he marries Andrew's sister. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, there's like this, like he's getting family points or something.
3: <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, I, I too. Drove with Andrew before the butt crack of dawn to be there to set up because we were driving from Cobb County to set up in Snellville. So we would get up at like 3:50 in the morning on a Sunday to go meet up at 5 15 to start setting up for church. So I did the time. Now <laughs> I, I did the time. Now, you know, it, it's easy to miss me because Andrew's a Wookiee and I'm an Ewok, but I was there. I was just yummy
1: around. <laughs> all right so let's get to some a quick rapid fire daniel so as okay. fast as you can we're going to go fast this or that console or pc pc series or films mm, i'm going to go with series animation mm. or live action live action streaming nice. or theaters
0: that depends on the content that i'm watching
1: okay oh, that's fair. fair clone wars or rebels clone wars all All right, cool. without, Clone, without Clone
2: Without yes. Clone Wars, we don't get Rebels. Agreed. Truth. Agreed. And at the end of the Truth. day, Clone Wars is the better show. And I like Rebels, but Clone Wars is the better show.
3: Season seven of Rebels is better than the entire. Or season seven of Clone Wars is better than the entirety of Rebels. Fight me,
2: Kevin's like I hate both. I don't, ever care. both. I don't care. <laughs> he's like he's like I don't like the animation style.
1: Perfectly fine. I don't. I don't. I don't. It's it's very student esque in my opinion. Uh, moving on, um, favorite things. Favorite nerd property.
0: Oh, I thought about this one for so long. Um, and I'm still torn. Um, but I'm going to land with
1: Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars. There Five. we go. Favorite film or series? The Princess Bride.
2: Awesome. Excellent choice. Solid.
1: Solid pick. Solid. Go back to episode one of Dad Gordon Murders if you want a little special <laughs> about um, Princess Bride. Uh, favorite video game? Final Fantasy VI. Oh, seven. So really? Much better. So, okay. so
0: here's the thing right so I grew up with this I had the Super Nintendo you know and I did I played Final Fantasy 2 I played Final Fantasy 3 you know and I'm using the, the North American yeah uh, d marks there I even played mystic quest mystic which was left. I it, you know it, it, it when I think about it, it it wasn't a bad game it was just very simple mechanics so right. mystic quest wasn't bad it was just it was it was the, it was baby's first Final Fantasy <laughs> <laughs> um um, but I didn't have a PlayStation. So uh, I never Fair. got to play seven. Fair. So six gotcha. sits with me. And I will say that my <laughs> so favorite six the, was
3: they, your Final Fantasy.
0: Well, actually I'm in 14 now I'm playing oh, okay. online and Endwalker launches in so that's nine, that's three, seven hours. Endwalker launches the, the next expansion. So <laughs> oh. and they're going to the moon, which is exactly what they that did was- in Final Fantasy Four slash two so that you know there's the, there's a big connection there final oh. fantasy 14 is great for a lot of fan um just do, doing that that fan level um oh i'm i'm forgetting the word but uh, service yes fan service you know they're doing the fan service in 14 nice. um, but was great but final fantasy i'd say was you know like my favorite video game series
1: series and then final question we know you're you're a theme park guy. I grew up in Orlando, Florida, probably 20 minutes from Disney. Yep. What is your favorite Disney attraction?
0: Disneyland.
1: The whole land. I'm just, I'm okay.
0: So it's, it's really hard to narrow it down. Right. So if you, the first ride I have to go on is star tours. Like, and this well, is Disney. Star Wars. So, yeah. In Disneyland. Right. In Disneyland, um, the setup that they have, I like the the, it's the same ride in Hollywood Studios, Mm -hmm. so there's no difference in the ride. The mechanics and everything is the same. They have a theming there that's really great at uh Disney World in the queuing, um, in the queuing, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, the inside, it's the same at Disneyland. They the outside of it because it's in Tomorrowland, you they don't have the same like ability, they have less land to be able to do stuff, but start tours is like your rope dropping like we when it was our first anniversary no yeah first anniversary we did a trip in california from san francisco did um route california did uh um highway one from san francisco down down the california coast ending up you know and we went to disneyland and when we rope dropped disneyland it was like we went to star tours but then they have hyperspace mountain which is a theming of uh, Space Mountain that's Star Wars, which is great, hmm. and then the original Haunted Mansion. It's got the Louisiana mm-hmm. style and everything yeah. like that. Like there's some of those OG kind of setups you can't beat.
1: Yeah, so I agreed, and you have sort of more of Walt's touches, yes, in that place as well. So if you're liking what you hear so far, or you don't, and you just want to Percy uh, Mercy subscribe, give us a subscribe <laughs> or a follow on your podcast or youtube of choice Mm -hmm.
0: hit like hit subscribe and push the bell
1: all of the things right now before we get too deep to talk about um what we're really here for book of boba family first so did anything happen to anybody this week or just a fun story they want to share
3: i i just want to make a quick note that daniel is our first guest to actually have wardrobe changes and the Dadalorian. Look at that. Look yeah. at the Dadalorian <laughs> hoodie. That Great. is not only on brand, but it's on topic. Bonus yeah, th- points, Daniel.
2: I think
1: so, the last but, person that had a costume change actually was Zach. And he just took his shirt off. <laughs> yes. entire That's true. Was I, it wasn't a costume change as much as a costume loss. Yeah. It, it was a, it was a
3: what,
0: malfunction. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Thanks, guys. But I will, I will say, I do have to give a shout out to my wife. She's got into the cricket kind of world. Mm-hmm. So she, she, she had, she, she put this together for me. Oh, awesome. So she, she found the, the, the right files, did it, picked out, I'll pick out like the, the, the vinyl that's used, but she did the work. She put it together. It was all her idea.
1: That's awesome. It's Awesome. High five.
3: It's a good one. I, I like that hoodie, but uh, yeah, as far as dad's stories, one for me is we just introduced Rowan to the book, green eggs and ham nice classic and (laughs) one thing you'll experience as a dad is just getting to relive some of your favorites through your kids because Mm -hmm. you get to reintroduce to it because a grown man reading great eggs and ham at work is a bit odd but doing it with your two-year-old totally normal right? right so uh he he absolutely loves it and he's actually developed this game to where we'll just be sitting on the couch together and he'll just start asking me like dad, do you like green eggs and ham? And I'll be like, well, no, I do not like green eggs and ham. And he like, well, will you have it with a Fox? And he'll go through, he'll go through like several of the stages, but then he just ups the stakes. He'll go, but would you have it with a dinosaur? And I'm like, well, wait, let me think about this. Cause does this mean that dinosaurs are coming back? If I agree to eating the green eggs and ham, like I got to right. think about this, but of course to go with the, the pattern, I go, no. And then he'll go, but would you do it with a shark? And I'm like, no, of course I'm not gonna do it with a shark. Would you do it with a Christmas tree squid? I'm like, what? <laughs> and I mean, so and it just gets more and more and more ridiculous. But this the reason I bring this up is he finally went, Would you do it with a banana? And I would be like, No, I'm not gonna do it with a banana. And then he just got all like crestfallen and he just looked so disappointed. He went, What? Well, but dad, we like bananas. And I was like, well, yes, yes, yes. We absolutely like bananas. You have to make sure I'm not like, I'm not destroying months and months of work of getting the kid to eat bananas. So I'm like, no, you are correct. We do eat bananas. (laughs) I would eat green eggs and ham with bananas because we are a banana family. So don't want to ruin that little. At
1: least he didn't say like, would you eat them if mom made it?
3: Hmm. Well, Meredith cooks amazingly unless it's eggs with oregano. As uh, Aaron Ooh. experienced one time. I'm
2: still, I'm still getting.
0: That. See, then that's a, that's that's the point in the in the story where you're able to flip it, because at the end of he he does want to eat the green eggs and ham. Yep. So if he asked with the, if 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 mom did it, then of course I would eat yeah, yeah. Green or, eggs and ham with a banana.
3: Definitely would have more uh, definitely have more appeal then.
1: Nice. So Molly last week early this week i want to say so we're i'm driving the kids to school we homeschool to so do a co-op with another family mm-hmm. we're driving through their community and we see a deer and it's a male deer i'm uh-huh. um, just just chilling in this guy's random dude's driveway right mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Margaret's like, oh look it's a deer and i think it's a male deer you know because he had the bucks and everything and when they're four you don't teach like male and female you teach boy and girl mm-hmm. so she's like I want to live out here. They have deer bring them their mail. So she thought they were like, put, the deer was putting mail in people's mailboxes.
3: It's it's the like, male deer.
1: It's the male deer.
3: Hey, listen, I'd probably be more reliable than <laughs> USBS.
1: What about so, you, Daniel? What about so, any fun
0: stories? Um, so, so I'm in that stage with Evelyn where she's starting to repeat and she's starting to be, aware of like what's happening around um mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Th- what's what's really going on is is she's her favorite little statement me right now is coco please so she likes watching the, oh, watching so coco. it's kevin's oh, favorite God.
3: show yeah oh, kevin watches yeah. that
1: on repeat we actually <laughs> i like i actually killed it like we del- that's one of the reasons why i get rid of netflix god's honest truth we- <laughs> so
0: yeah well we're, we're 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 watching it and i'm like it hasn't hit that level with me where i'm like i'm sick and tired of it you know, I'm, I'm not there yet.
1: How many times um, have you watched it? Kevin's like, Oh, it's coming. we've
0: just gotten through like all four seasons of it now. Each season is like, has like
1: seasons to the show,
0: <laughs> yes. Get... So, so it's almost like what it is is that they've got their little snippets, right? And they just put them all into like one hour blocks, yeah. And then there's 12 mm-hmm. of those one hour blocks, so we just what and we do this with bluey just like, okay, we look good on them watch, well, bluey i can just, understand you know and mm-hmm. it's like we watch we watch a few songs okay time to stop so so okay. our favorite thing is to be like coco please you know and then it's just like no daddy's working or no it's time for dinner you know and then i've gotten to the part where it's like okay we'll do coco later and she's understanding what later <laughs> is so now i'm at that point where i am accountable to keeping my promises oh, yeah. so that's not fun, that's but, not fun. Well, it, there, there's parts of it where I like seeing, I, I like seeing the light bulb go off. Yeah. And she's making that connection. That is you know? cool. And mm-hmm. then, and then I do kind of like, I will, I will, uh, de, uh misdirect. She'll ask for Coco and I'm like, Bluey, can we go watch Bluey, <laughs> you know, or that Yeah. or, 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 um, and this, this is where I'll end with it, that I've loved what I've seen it pick up. We've done a uh, little Einstein's. Oh, yeah. And in the little Einsteins, they have this up. They, when they start their mission, they go and they have to get the rocket to launch off. Mm -hmm. Well, one day I'm sitting here and she's going, she starts just patting. And because that's what they do is they pat. And then you got to put your hands up as high as you can. And she's like, (laughs) bust off. So, (laughs) so she's starting to, and no coaching. Like, I went and I asked um, Nana and Papa, like, have you guys been watching it? She just did it on her own. Like she just did that. It clicked, and she did it. So that's awesome. Seeing fun. that has been has been really fun. That's it's fun. really fun to see your kids take off. It's a blast. Yeah. Hey, you're welcome
1: Maybe on the show, space. Daniel. After that pun, so yeah, that love note, it, when Daniel, when, yeah. I love it. Let's blast off to Boba Fett now. Hey! All right, so now let's get into our discussion we are going to be talking about the book of boba and if you don't know what the heck that is that is an upcoming disney plus series that comes out on december 29th it is i hear it's seven episodes long it sort of picks up where mandalorian season two left off the side story of boba fett where he goes back to tatooine and tries to take his place as sort of the error to jabba's criminal underworld Mm -hmm. and that's really all kevin really knows does anybody (laughs) else know anything other than that so and that's really all uh, i have to know to get excited about it really i don't
2: think we know much more detail beyond that in the trailer uh, or based based on what we're seeing in the trailer but i know zach will appreciate it i know we've mentioned on the show before And I'm, I'm the props guy. So here it comes. I I, I I I was hoping
3: you'd bring it. There we go. I
2: got my copy. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I'm particularly excited because uh, this is a very classic star Wars EU before they became legends uh, Mm -hmm. novel. It is the, the Mandalorian armor and it is the first book of the three book series uh, called the Bounty Hunter Wars. Yes, and so good. It is, there's, there's plenty of good Star Wars novels. Uh, we've talked about many of them on here. Do these you read are, Daniel? I do. Okay. The, these are towards the top for sure. Uh, um, oh, hands down. And in Thrawn,
3: Rogue Squadron, Bounty Hunter Wars.
2: I, I would agree. Um, and just based on what we're seeing in the trailer and based on having read this book several times, um, There's some inspiration being drawn here because the whole story of Boba surviving the Sarlacc, Mm -hmm. um, being on Tatooine, helping fill the vacuum that's left in the criminal underworld with Jabba's death. um, There's some there's some overlap here. Um, Mm -hmm. So while we don't necessarily have any of it confirmed, and I know it's obviously not going to be a carbon copy. I do feel like they're drawing inspiration from this or a carbonite Um, copy yes Yes. (laughs) um so yeah i I, again although that's not confirmed i i and i know it's not again it's not based on it um i I can't help but think some of the some of the similarities are going to pop up
3: well you've got you've got favreau and filoni executive producing this one they're not directing Mm -hmm. this time around but they're producing Mm -hmm. and similar to what we saw in the mandalorian you can tell that they have a love for the EU and mm-hmm. they are happy to throw an Easter egg whenever they can. And especially
1: it's a way of pulling it back because now mm-hmm. that's now that it became quote unquote legendary, whatever that means, Disney, um, <laughs> they're pulling that sort of back into right it, they've been, it, they've the been more, saving it yeah it means
2: it. they still want to make money off of selling the books that people loved but they don't want to mm-hmm. messing up their disney star wars timeline yeah that's what it means kevin
1: which is fine <laughs> money please yeah but what what i'm
3: excited about is like when i was growing up and i told people that boba fett was one of my favorite characters there was always this head scratch of like really mm-hmm. like he kind of sucks and he dies. And I'm like, yeah, but if you read the books, he's such a B.A. character. Like, he's so cool. And when Django Fett came onto the scene with the prequels and you got the Bounty Hunter game that came out on GameCube and PlayStation.
2: Underrated. It kinda, game, oh, sure. so
3: underrated. It kind of helped connect the dots for people of like, see, these are why the Mandalorians are cool. But I'm just so excited now that Mandalorian started it, but now it seems like this show is just going to underline it with a big old Beskar pin that Boba Fett (laughs) is a force to be reckoned with. And uh, I mean, just the the ending shot in Mandalorian season two when he just sits on Jabba's throne. And I mean, it's kind of that gangster like, I'm the king. I'm just, I've been so excited about this show. Probably like only beat out by my excitement
0: for Obi-Wan. But and Then I, you've got that shot in the preview um, where Boba Fett is, he's chopping down, like there's that whole fight scene that we see. And there's mm-hmm. that one scene where he's like, his helmet's knocked off, he's, he's striking down, he's coming there. And, and my big thing here that, that I'm looking forward to with it, with, with the book of Boba Fett, is like with Mandalorian, we got Star Wars meets Spaghetti Western.
1: Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm.
0: like in that theme like it was uh, very like western clint <laughs> yeah. clin eastwood kind of that whole feel um and it was really well done mm-hmm. my expectation my hope my my look at this especially dealing with like the underworld and the the, the criminal mob boss kind of aspect of it i'm looking at it as like star wars meets
1: godfather godfather Scarface. oh i so hope oh, i hope oh, this yeah. is like
3: the sopranos in the star wars universe and and, and it looks like they're set oh. And it looks like they're setting up for that because i mean you have in the trailer and you can tell that like these are the only scenes that are completed because they're still working on the cg for all the explosive sure. fight scenes but long mob boss table really mm-hmm. cool in fact but they have an athorian as the the leader because we've not really seen that species in a speaking role yet we've <laughs> seen it animated yeah. but not in a yeah. live action yeah. speaking role so kind of excited right. I, I kind of hope that the sides are, are puppeteered and they don't try to go a CG route there. But uh, it, I, I'm excited that we're going to see new species getting to be in new contexts. And I, I think while Mandalorian had a lot of action, I'm excited to see the intrigue, almost verbal yeah. repartee that happens in this one.
0: Right. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. for me that what's pulling that that's that scene like you see Boba at the head of the table and he's sitting there and he just puts his helmet on like, OK, what are you going to do now? And yeah. like it, it's just come at me, bro.
3: Well, the the line that had me sold was my predecessor ruled by fear.
1: I plan to rule by respect. I was like, yeah. oh, sign <laughs> me up for
3: however many seasons you're making of this show. <laughs> like, where do I yeah, buy yeah. the T-shirt? <laughs>
1: right. and you guys know this. I've never been a big Boba Fett person.
3: I oh, know. Right. Uh, Kevin Kevin right. is the face of the person that I've dealt with my whole life like why do you like Boba? He's he dies. What did he do?
1: And I actually watched the recent documentary about Boba Fett on Disney Plus. Did right. you? And it actually made me care less about him. Um What? what? Did, why you would you any- do that? This is why yeah, we can't right. have nice things, Kevin. Right. You've you it? it? Have, you have-, it yes. have you seen it yet? No, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. So it starts off by talking about like he has total like four lines in the first three movies and well, less than seven in, minutes of well, screen time
2: not the original the after
1: yeah yeah the, the original trilogy mm-hmm. right well and i was he, saying
2: he's in a new hope in, in yeah the, yeah he's only the the
1: but he doesn't re, speak the, the but, That's but right, he doesn't speak he just, he he just speak, turns right. to the camera
2: and mm-hmm. then and he's an away.
1: accident character like he, he was actually supposed to be like that character his design of his outfit was actually supposed to be a um A stooped up, up elevated stormtrooper.
3: Yeah, what the what the dark
1: troopers ended up being. Yeah, but Mm -hmm. with so we got Boba Fett because they didn't have budget, essentially.
3: (laughs) Well, but it but it shows what good art direction can do because that's why he had such staying power. Is even if he was a reused character because of budget, which is just silly to think about Star Wars having budget problems, right? Right. Um, but uh, i thought it was a great reuse of a just really intriguing design i mean in the documentary they talk about how it's really it, it it's beholden to mid medieval knight helmets and that's why right. that design like it even though it's a shape why it's yeah, a it, right it feels really high-tech spacey but yet it has that right. familiarity like it's grounded in earth mm-hmm. so i mean i i just think i how do you have less respect i thought after that documentary, you're like,
1: it. I'd still rather, I'd still rather see like, I mean, I did get ag ig eighty eight kind of, but I I I bossed, I, I got bosk kind of, but bosk by far is my favorite of that group. He um, is
2: pretty, yeah, he is he's a pretty cool one. But here's here's the thing, and not I know, to deter
1: Boba Fett. I mean, I get it, I get why people sure. like him. I, I just mean, I'm just it's just not my thing.
2: And I get the argument that's like, especially from you, Kevin, of like if. If I have to read for him to be cool, like, no, you have to catch me in the movie or you catch me in the Mm -hmm. show or whatever, which is why my hope is that this show, and I think you're right, Zach, having them as producers, um, which actually might be the better way to go, um, who can keep the story on track. And we know, Mm -hmm. like, they've read these expanded universe novels, they're clearly inspired by them, um, that we're actually going to see what Boba was in here because yeah, what you have an empire or and certainly what you have in return of the Jedi, which is like the first, you know, 20 yeah. minutes before he dies. Um, it, it, it's sort of in there, but you don't understand like how cunning he is or mm-hmm. how like brutal he can actually be like when the chance, sure. when the time comes um, he does not mess around. Mm-hmm. um and this goes into what you were saying Daniel about the whole kind of mob thing like you know you, he'll give you a chance he'll give you a choice mm-hmm. and then if it's time to you know kill like he'll kill and he'll yes. do it very effectively that comes through in the books um mm-hmm. quite a bit um something I remember as a kid too because he was also one of my top favorite characters as a, as a, as a kid growing up Han was my favorite but then his arch nemesis, Boba mm-hmm. was maybe my mm-hmm. third favorite. Um, he doesn't have loyalty to the Empire. And, and we all know this because sure. like, about, oh, yeah, of course, he's a bounty hunter. But I think that's something that kind of gets lost in the movie because that's how you always kind of affiliate him because that's who had hired him when he first shows up in the film. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see in the show, like how he works with other factions and how that ties into right. what yeah. he's doing. Because he <laughs> is, well, it's interesting, though. I was going to say boba is for sale to the highest bidder but that's not necessarily actually true because while he obviously is out for money because it's his livelihood he also there is some what's what's the right word not culture but he he does have something of a code um Mm -hmm. even if it's mainly serving himself um but it's, it's a really, I don't know, it's a really interesting thing that the books explored, um, especially in kind of the post-Java crime era of the galaxy sure. and what that looks like. Um, so I hope that's reflected here, because that's a really cool thing to explore. And I think based on the trailers, like you were saying, Zach, you know, I'm going to rule uh, by respect, but that doesn't mean just because I'm not ruling by fear that you shouldn't, you know, know your place, mm-hmm. Um yeah, I think that's going to be really interesting. It's going to be really in line with with the Boba that we know from from the novels, um, and from the original trilogy. It's just not fleshed out as much. So there's also there's cool. also
0: a little there's a little bit of what we have with Boba that was in Clone Wars, right? Because he he had a few episodes there, so he's young, you yep. know. So this is you know after Django has been killed, you know he there's the episode, and I mean. Like spoiler alert, he's going after Mace Windu, um, and they're on one of the Jedi no. uh, ships, right? Mm-hmm. So what would and motivate he, him he, to do that? Right. Well, everything <laughs> had
3: come to a head, so
0: so so he's he's in there trying to <laughs> get one on the chin. <laughs> Just keep rolling. But he's he's going with it, right? And he's going he he's he's in there, and he he ends up blowing the ship up. But he also has a, there's another episode where. He's he's uh kind of teamed up. He has a team of other bounty hunters. Yep. And if I recall correct, I think Bosk is in in on that. Yep. So there is some of that that you know was revived and fleshed out a little bit that we have in Clone Wars that we could mm-hmm. go back as a refresher, you know. And then he does have that that kind of um, honor. Um, that level of honor it's almost kind of like that mandalorian code i think mm-hmm. Django fett if i recall correctly you know he he was kind of cast out from mandalorian society which drove him to becoming the bounty hunter but i think he was still in line with that mandalorian code which i think he would have taught to boba Mm-hmm. which is then that's what we see in the Mandalorian when he's like, you know, I'm going, Boba stays with him. He could have ditched out when it was going up against Moff Gideon. You know, he could have mm-hmm. just said, Nope, I'm out. He's like, Nope, I'm staying and stay in the course to get this done. And he does that. And then he goes to Tatooine and says, all right, y'all done messed up.
3: Yeah. All right. Bib Fortuna, get off, get off your your fat tweak butt and uh it's and my do turn. something and do something.
0: And, and, <laughs> and they are pulling, they are pulling the thing because we see Boba Fett in Return of the Jedi go into the Sarlacc pit. We never see him dead. Yep. Show end, of season, the body. end of end of season one, Moff Gideon crashes, right? And it's like they're like, Oh, well, he couldn't have survived that. You didn't see the body, he's not dead.
3: Well, I but Moff Gideon that. also comes out and brandishes the dark well, saber. So we, I will say
0: <laughs> We see that, but they did not go to the crash site. Okay, validate. that's true. Okay, yeah, yeah that's true. So if you if that's you did true. not confirm that they're dead, they're not dead.
1: Yeah, and so I am excited about the series, but not because it's Boba Fett, just because of a track record and what seems to be the style that they're going for and that sort of gangster thing. The, the biggest, I guess, do I have one concern or two? I'm trying to think through that. Probably at least one in that I don't want it to be... D- DC esque meaning, we're just like Boba Fett is only going to be this BA character and not really have any weaknesses, and we're not really mm-hmm. going to go deep on who he, like his weaknesses, because we haven't seen him be Boba Fett on film before, really. Mm-hmm. So my, I'm I'm my I'm fearful that it's just going to be like this, I'm I'm Boba Fett and I'm this BA and I'm just going to take care of business and just no one's going to stop me no matter what I do. So you don't want
3: it to be like the Jack Bauer or Chuck Norris effect. Like you don't want to no. just be like, "It's Boba. He's gonna <laughs> fix the situation because he's, he's, he's
1: Boba. Because he's Boba. I don't want yeah. that.
3: Because I, he's I don't want
0: that. Boba Man. I think, man. No, I think that would ruin that it I, for me. I don't think they're gonna go that route because yeah, in in the preview, there's a there's a little snippet where I don't think he's in a back to tank, but he's got a mask on. He's underwater, so I think he's in some sort of he's vulnerable you know, in, in right. something. So I think they, they're going to explore that. And I really do hope that there is something that kind of fleshes out how did he survive the Sarlacc pit? <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of, that's that's the hope. Uh, um, but my back, other it, slash,
1: go ahead. And go pardon ahead, me, I, I hope they don't do that, actually. Like they don't I tell? I hope they don't tell us how they get out of the Scarlet pit. Because really? That, that like, to me, part of the mystery of him even coming back is the fact that he got out of it. If you don't tell the story of how he got out of it, you just know that he got out of it. That goes back to like the, like everybody keep, keeps talking about how he got out. Um, well, versus so, this is how we got out.
2: So that's interestingly. So a couple of things on that, because I see where you're coming from, Kevin, but to go back to the novel real quick. So I think the <laughs> opening scene in this, uh, and, and there's a couple that follow it. Um, kind of a spoiler alert, I guess, but sure. it's about Boba getting out of the Starlight. Is <laughs> um, so well-written that I remember even the first time I read it and even the last time I read it, it the how close to death Boba is mm-hmm. and the way that mm. translates into how it's written is really, really good writing. And that there's this period where, and I won't give this away, um, of who, once he got out of the Sarlacc, who dragged him across the desert to a ca- how he got there, how he ended up actually surviving, how he was taken care of, mm-hmm. but like there's this long period of time where will he make it? Will he make it? Now, not uh, not as us as readers wondering that, but the characters sure. in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I think having that just because it was so well done, like seeing that on screen would be pretty cool. But I also agree because this showed up in the books too. There was that that legend that started to grow of Bulba survived the Sarlacc. How did he do it? Um, This guy, like he carries that around with him. Other thing that's been interesting though is there's actually quite the hat tip to it in the Mandalorian show already. Oh yeah,
3: the the they way they defeat the
2: crate dragon. Oh yeah.
3: yeah, the way they beat the crate dragon. I'm like, all right, you cannot tell me they're not taken taken a a piece of Beskar out of the helmet of uh, the original EU way that Boba Fett yeah. survives
2: because that was actually yeah exactly is very similar to how it was described and explained and how he did it in the book and it's not so much and I think just to make your point. It, again kevin i don't i don't think it's the mystery to us as like the viewers or right. the readers because i think it's one of those things Be are like well the, if i were boba fett and i had this equipment and i was being eaten by a sarlacc like how would i do it well i have all these explosives and a right. jetpack and all this kind of stuff but for the the inhabitants of the galaxy that weren't there or don't know him like we do as an audience yeah. um having those rumors and those legends <laughs> grow and go around and follow him as a character is is uh, yeah pretty cool and to spin you know, that a
1: little bit there's an episode of batman the animated series from back in the late 90s um called like it's basically how i how i almost got him and it's basically all the villains around a poker table telling a story of how they almost uh, killed batman hmm. i would prefer to see like every once in a while this is the story i heard of how like other mm-hmm. characters around him this is how i heard oh, he got see- out. no no this is how i heard he got out No, no no this is how i heard he got out that would be a cooler treatment to me than just saying this is how we did it.
0: Well, and then you, you know, could have a lead up that does lead to like the actual truth of what did happen,
1: like right? Build which that could up. be a little bit of all of it, and and all of none of it. Just
3: continue to build up the legend. Yeah, like don't don't tell us how. Just feed into the legend. Yeah,
1: I,
2: I can see that working, but I think that ties into your other concern, Kevin, which is always oh, is he's just going to be this all powerful, yeah. untouchable character, and I think that he was kind was of he built was kind in of there.
1: that in Mandalorian
2: he was but i think that also plays into excuse me just the the scenes that he was in and the places that he had to come in because i think the other part here is he is weakened i mean Mm -hmm. obviously obviously him coming in the mandalorian is post-sarlacc as well but it's and i guess we should mention you know any sarlacc stuff would be flashback because we're well past all that by the time he shows up in mandalorian but um yeah, I don't know. I feel like he's got to have. I mean, he's he's older, not not the actor, even though that's... You know, the character. But the other question the is, like, and I don't know this.
1: You guys might know this. So I'm Boba Fett. I got eaten by the sarlacc. Mm-hmm. What is the timeline difference between that and like Mandalorian? Three like, years. Three, year, yeah, so, because, yeah, so three, three years. Yeah, because yeah, three years. Okay, Return so it's really Jedi, not yeah. that 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 far. No. It's really not no. That, no. that far. Okay. No. No. Well, we I mean, obviously, time he, to go he, he, around, but not.
3: He got out of the Sarlacc pit fairly quickly. Sure, but then, he would have had to. He would have had to. But then spent all that time on Tatooine trying to track down his armor, and sure. so uh, I mean he's he's three years into recovery of post Um, So it's mm-hmm. it's not much different from where the
1: original EU series. Yeah, because kind of I mean I could off. see him like we say like get out of the Sarlacc pit before they even before Jabba's palace little thing blew up. He was probably out before around that time just no one's paying attention to him because there's this big giant ship next to him blowing up i don't know i don't know how he actually got out in the books either
3: yeah in the books it was just it, it was several weeks after yeah, it was after I mean, the
2: the skiff got destroyed and everything yeah yeah,
3: yeah it was not instantaneous <laughs> there was definitely some digestion that had occurred <laughs> but yeah. i i will say if i have a concern i i don't know i don't know if i i Am concerned about him being a BA character because this is a season one. I'm okay if he
1: is. I just don't want to see only that. Right. Right.
3: Right. My my concern is I want to make sure that there's supporting characters that I I also want to root for. So it's not just Mm -hmm. the Boba Fett Fett, Show. show. And and I'm excited about Finnick Shand and what she could bring to the table. Because while initially I thought, all right, we're just checking a box here and now we have this character, but now that she was introduced into uh, some of the animated series, and I'm like, all right, I, I can get behind this as a character. Uh, let's just make sure that she's not just playing second fiddle to Boba the entire time. Like, I want her, even if even if she's in this life debt situation, I want her to be her own force to be reckoned with. That way, it's like I want I want the Luke Skywalker and Mara Jade, not just. All right, this is this is Boa Fett's crony. Like I don't want it sure. to just feel like, all right, it's a less cool Chewbacca character. Sure. Well, <laughs> a Chewbacca with a sniper rifle. And not Harry Chewbacca,
1: yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: I think if I had any concerns, you know, most of the big ones I would have normally had currently have been kind of pushed aside because their track record with mandalorian is so strong it's so strong <laughs> the <laughs> money they have in the bank with me on that it has given me so much confidence that they're going to do this right now mm-hmm. i didn't think mandalorian was like absolutely perfect but it, it's definitely you know it's a it's a 9 out of 10 right it's there,
3: the best star wars we've
1: gotten since disney bought it
2: oh hands down hands down it's, it's
1: even better than i would say the majority of the marvel series that disney's produced I,
2: uh, on on disney plus on disney
1: plus specifically
2: i would agree with that i would say with
3: the exception of loki i would agree
1: with you yeah yeah i said majority
2: yeah but so most of that all the normal concerns i would have have gotten me pushed aside i think my and this is a double that there's there's a massive Pro and excitement to this, but also the the dark side concern to it, which is cameos, um, character cameos. <laughs> um, mm. They, I want them to happen. I'm actually really excited mm. about the potential. In fact, having Bosk, I, I used to call him Bosque, and I still should. But playing Battlefront got me saying <laughs> Bosque, which Bosque. is probably the proper way to say it. But as a kid, I I said boss. Oh, it was it's
3: Bosque. Bosk right. or Bust.
2: So having Bosk show up on screen like again full suit you know he is also a really cool character
1: he's also boss i would i would like to see dengar actually do something and that just look like some random like hospital like having all those guys oh
2: yeah having any or all of them show up Mm -hmm. would be awesome and would naturally fit into the story if done correctly right Filoni has done some great things, but he also has a track record.
0: Space
2: whales of space whales,
3: bad batch. (laughs) All of bad batch was the Filoni cameo
2: show. I I'm a little, I'm not quite space whale level concerned. Like what the heck is like out of nowhere, just something random like that. But maybe some mild concern about, Hey, look, I'm fine with this character. But I'm not fine. Like, did they really like you crafted an entire episode just so this person could show up? And that and there's, is uh, and there's not only necessarily... seven episodes.
1: Like, every episode needs to right. drive story. And and, yeah.
2: and that was with Bad Batch. There was only what 14 episodes, 15 episodes. 15. And while overall I thought it was fine, I felt like half the episodes were there to. <laughs> be like, Hey, we got to have this character in here. How can we get him in? Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll do it this way. So I hope they avoid that, especially since it's so, so limited. And I, I guess my other concern is that you have seven episodes. Okay. I, I'm taking it on faith that you can tell the story you need to tell in seven episodes, because mm-hmm. it's not a whole lot.
3: Well, that that's what has me excited that it is going to be more focused on the gang criminal underworld, not some this is going to result in a giant space battle at the end with a climax like I, yeah. I kind of want it to be that every episode is taking down one more pillar in the criminal underworld. And mm-hmm. so it, it's almost like a video game in that all right, he takes down this mob boss and then gets the alliance of this mob boss. And so maybe episode 6 is just that last mob boss that he has to bring under his thumb. And maybe and maybe that's some big character because we there are a I will say this new Disney lore has a lot more emphasis on multiple gangs. Versus, mm-hmm. I feel like the original EU, it was like it was Black Sun or nothing. Whereas now yeah, I you've mean, you got a bunch stuff, more, but... a bunch more criminal gangs that are organized. So you know, maybe uh, we know by Force Awakens that there's still a lot of gangs that are are alive and well, based off of Han's entanglements in Force Awakens.
1: So maybe how it's, old do, how, how old would Spider Darth, Darth Maul be in this time? He's life? dead. If Disney... Yeah, if, he's,
0: de- he's dead in the like before the Obi-Wan series. But is he, he
3: right. more at
1: that period? Is he? Unless... Is
3: he? No. Uh, well, listen. Unless Disney wants to bring him back a third time.
0: No. You're jumping. I'm
3: pretty sure... Jumping sure the space, there was a funeral pyro, well well right? There. The,
0: did Didn't he, Obi- did, I, I'm not sure if Obi-Wan burned him or not.
3: Like, I can't remember if they did, but I just... I, the scene where Obi-Wan so. kills him in Tatooine just felt like a bow on a long-needed package and, of and just this putting is, him to bed.
2: But this is... <laughs> this is where my concern comes in where it's like wouldn't it be so cool if darth maul wasn't dead it wasn't the black sun what was the crimson crimson dawn crimson dawn yeah Yeah. he leads the crimson dawn what if crimson dawn is still around at this time um which would make sense and dart like that's the kind of thing i'm like please don't do that please don't (laughs) see this as an opportunity to be like right darth maul they would probably more put him back in the 2. obi-wan series that, than this one. then yeah right. and that would be a misstep no too, but
3: i i can think of two good reasons half of me would not be excited if they brought him back it, it just doesn't happen. it just doesn't have legs yeah. that story no longer has legs
0: yeah
3: it's legs he cut it out. Legs. um daniel any any concerns I mean, you're wearing the so, Boba Fett so, shirt. So, obviously. I, I
0: am. <laughs> what, what, so, so, a couple of the different things that, that I'm looking at is, like, my thing, I don't want a forced user. I, I don't want a Sith. I don't hmm. want a Jedi. I don't want. Um, and then I thought through it. And I, like, if I, if I had to, and this would be a huge retcon, right? It would be that they would bring Ventress in. So, is hmm. tech. Ventress through the comics is actually dead.
3: Well, and the but- novels. They did kill her off in the novels as well. So there is a little bit more there is a little bit more credence to her death because, yeah, comics has always been this wild card of like, are we going to call it canon? But they killed her in the Mm. Dark Disciple. So she is canonically dead.
0: Okay, and I don't know where that sits timeline wise, but that would be like the one because she does have an interaction with young Boba Fett. So that would be like there. I also don't want to see Mace Windu because he would be oh some odd years gosh. old. <laughs> like there, there are some people that I've, I've seen that like, oh, what if Mace Windu comes back? And I'm like, no, Samuel L. Jackson is working on Secret War. So he's over there. <laughs> yeah. He's yes. on that. So I don't want to see him. And so the, so my concerns are, is like I, I, I don't want to see a forced level user, um, honestly. I, I don't want to see, I want to kind of keep it like that street level. You know, mm-hmm. it's the technology, um, that parts of it. Um, a couple of different things that I've read and looked around Um, Kira from the solo movie. Mm -hmm. So she's Mm -hmm. kind of becomes like that Lieutenant. Um, Okay. I don't know. She, she'd be, she'd have to be an older woman, I think by now um, just based on the timeline of it. I mean, Um, it'd be 10 years later. So not, okay. So not, not, not that old. I I guess I got my, my timeline wrong. Um, And then the other one, this is more of a hope and I would like to, I want, I want a good foil for him like i could see like yeah, he's the bad the guy first, you know he's 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 knocking these off right and it's like as we're going through the mandalorian we don't get moff gideon until like the second to last episode right like right. he's the big bad my big bad hope is cad bane
3: really to bring him back
0: ah uh, you're the, you're, the, you're that clone wars hold out yeah I'm, oh. but but cad bane has been done well as a character right but i feel like
3: they're gonna keep him in the bad batch season two like i don't know if we're gonna see him live to be in the events of the book of boba
0: i I could be wrong yeah i mean it could be but that was like if i had to say okay here's my long shot prediction that the big bad is going to be cad bane because they do have a known rivalry boba and cad so that would be kind of i think would be a good setup in that regard and then then we go into bringing like um, you know, Bosk and Dengar and those others, and and then Boba's got like his inner circle and his lieutenants, and that's building up, you know, his his crime family, you know. And then you've got Cad Bane coming in, and Cad Bane, he's he's more of that solo, um, lone oh, wolf definitely kind. Man, definitely mm-hmm. man for himself, but but being somebody who would be the mm-hmm. the huge thorn in Boba's Boba's side.
1: Would you guys be mad if this was one season and they actually killed Boba at the end of it? Yes. Oh, I would be so upset if Boba mm-hmm. dies at the end of this.
2: Yeah, that's one of those things. It's like that's just not to what end to what purpose. There's no Boba's not that character to me that you see like making the sacrifice or or not yet. You know, no. Get rich, mm-hmm. or get rich or die trying and then he dies trying like that kind of thing. Sure. I mean, he's not to me. He's just not that kind of a character. I don't. Well, what not, what is not, it What is it? Not in what, one what, season. What yeah, would like, be an
1: acceptable death for Boba Fett?
2: yeah give me give me three
3: seasons and at the end of three seasons there's enough of a character arc that either a he makes a protege that he like hands it off to and it's like all right
1: under the the guise of boba fett
3: yeah now i'm not even saying the armor has to live on (laughs) but but just like
1: dread pirate
2: roberts yeah Yeah. (laughs) listen
3: to dagum nerd season one episode one um (laughs) But like I, I would love to see him pass on the mantle of his crime organization that he has set up. I would be okay with that then. Sure. But I, the I don't want it to not be
1: necessarily like the namesake of. No,
3: no, no, no. God. Boba Fett is Boba Fett. There can't be a Boba 2.0. Like it, Boba
1: Fett is 2.0. Django's 1.0. It
3: is that is true. It's it's a, technically, it's Boba. That is true. It, technically, it's yeah. Django 2.0. Um, yeah. But uh, I I would like to see Django's the passing of the mantle. PA. So I. I, I, I'm a, I'm with Aaron. There's nothing about his character that makes him sacrificial or I really don't see him being that like, all right, I shot for the sun and then burned up in the process. Like he's smart and he's calculating. Too smart. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, he, he's, yeah, his, his decisions are not driven by, although are mostly not driven by those emotions. Like he, yeah, exactly. He's not, he's not the guy who says I can, you know, I'm gonna accomplish this impossible task, knowing I'm probably not gonna be able to, but I'm gonna do it anyways. And that's just not who he is.
0: I had this weird idea, right? Talking about like Django 2.0. And we know that in the Mandalorian, um, the doctor there is Kaminoan, right? He's got the he's he's got the Kaminoan logo. And he's it got was the like match. talking about like that passing the mantle what if in like this underworld process and it may maybe it's not a season 1 maybe it's like a season 2 he finds and this kind of leads into like what they've been trying to do on the mandalorian side of it but he finds a cloning facility and there are new jango fett clones and he gets one like he rescues one and takes him under the wing just like you know so
2: jango had, had had a clone an unaltered clone so what if something like that were to kind of I would be, I see that kind of plot line I'd be fine with. And then you don't even have to necessarily have like Boba died. Like you just right. have like, okay, we know, we don't know how that happens. We know what happens eventually, but we know that this is the next in line for that family. Um, I'd be totally down for something yeah. like that.
0: Or,
3: but or I really even... hope. Go ahead.
2: Well, I was going to say, for as far as predictions that I was I was going to make. I, I'm I'm with Daniel. I'm gonna predict that you're going to have some of these um old school bounty hunters show up. Um, they're gonna cause trouble. <laughs> Boba and Dingar uh in in the old canon actually ended up getting along.
3: Yep, teaming um, up.
2: Yeah teaming up. Uh Boba and could do not. No. So that would be a very interesting um, and IG88 as well, or there's actually four different yeah. four models of IG88. Um, there, there would, there's a lot you could do there. You, or you could have Cad Bane, you could have these characters. Like I, I think they're going to come back, and um, my hope is that they're story-wise, that's kind of what everything ends up centering around, and not mm. just like them trying to knock each other off, but like bigger, like power plays, and yeah. you know everything going on undermining each other and everything going on there um i'm gonna also predict that there will be a season two because it's gonna oh you know, there has to be well and like that and go you say hey, there has to be but there's this.
1: only one of obi-wan as well no no listen the That's
3: producers super- the producers <laughs> had so much faith and Tamora Morrison coming back as Boba Fett and that this character would be so beloved and there'd be so much appetite. Mm-hmm. Then think about this. How did Mandalorian season two release earlier this year? And then they're releasing Book of Boba Fett at the end of it. That yeah, they means, already that it, means right? they already shot it. That yeah. means that like in the production of Mandalorian season two, they went, guys, we're green lighting this show. Like mm-hmm. almost character sight unseen because as a general audience, we didn't know officially that Boba was going to come back. I mean, us, us hawk eyed viewers from season one, when we heard that, that uh, not quintessentials is the word I'm looking for, but like that indicative uh, chinking of the boots, walking up to, to Finnick Shand's body. We're like, Oh, that's Boba Fett's boot chink. That's it. <laughs> this the spur chink. That's him. Um, but uh, I, I, I think they have so much faith in faith in this, that there's going to be three seasons. I guess that, I guess that, bleeds into my predictions i think there's gonna be three seasons a book one two and three and i my prediction is that the big bad is going to be the huts because
2: there's plenty of huts still alive and and
3: i think that would make sense other than jabba we've never seen a live action oh that's not true we see another hut and and, yeah pod race (laughs) but but i think it would be the hut yep you, you see gardula there in the background just slugging her happy hut life, but I think it would be neat what that talk talk about the reputation it's factor for Boba Fett, right? Mm-hmm. We've just heard that the huts are bads. We we've heard that they're scary and that they're a crime organization. We've only ever seen Jabba, so what if the end is Boba like thinks he's won and then all of the huts in revenge of. Boba moving into their territory, taking over one of like essentially what was their Godfather equivalent. It's all the huts teaming up
0: against Boba. Sounds like it could be a little bit of a slugfest.
2: Hey, that was good. That was good.
0: It'd be quite the tale. Oh, Hate to see the cleanup bill, though.
3: It's true. As long as the big bad is not Salacious Crumb, who at the very end just goes. <laughs> No, as he, long as it's not he,
2: that <laughs> he blew up on that
3: skip. he blew up with a bar i mean we don't yeah. see the body though and to daniel's <laughs> point yeah, we didn't ever saw the body it's in
2: a bazillion smithereens <laughs> <laughs> and thank goodness take that you
0: kawaykin monkey lizard there's a but, character i need to see come back and unfortunately i don't think it's going to happen in in boba fett i miss hondo hondo tanaka H- hondo. Okay, so in Clone Wars,
3: Hondo he's, he's, annoys me so much. <laughs> he grew I on me so much in Rebels.
0: I can't stand Hondo. In Rebels, he was so much better. I think, honestly, <laughs> Hondo's going to show up in Obi Wan. Oh,
3: please, no. They already took him into Galaxy's Edge. I don't want more Hondo. <laughs> Let's just let him live off on Black Spire doing his smuggler run or whatever the heck they're having him do
1: on that ride. No more Hondo. No more Hondo. I guess I don't know. I don't know who that dude is. <laughs> I hope we see the Moss Eisley Cantina band again. Oh yeah, that would be fun.
3: Yeah, right. Like, like uh, Boba Fett's like we
1: we need some music around here. And then the, oh, you know, well, they're they're, gonna, they're, gonna they're going to be going to lots door. of places. They're going to be going lots of places. It's not just stuck Green in man. the palace. Stuck in the palace.
3: Now the real thing is, do they have a new song or is it still just their hit single?
2: For the same song. Same <laughs> All right. All right. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I, my last prediction would be that and this is maybe a little mix of hope and long, maybe kind of long shot, but there's going to be if it indeed does get three seasons, especially like Zach saying, you're going to see a re-overlap with where Mandalorian goes.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, I and think there will be a crossover and they at cross, some point. And they cross
2: yeah. paths at some point. Yeah,
3: I mean, I, I could see it to where season one and two. Boba builds up his crime empire, and then some shenanigans with Mandalore requires him to
1: lend his aid, maybe even begrudgingly, to Mm. Dinjarin. But Dinjarin could take over the Enterprise at the end of it. Is that what you're thinking? No,
3: because I I don't think that's Dinjarin's game. Like he he keeps his hands too clean. Like he's almost
1: too honor bound to get his hands dirty with the criminal underworld. This is the way. All right. So that's our discussion. This week on Book of Boba, that probably could go on longer, but we have oh, you know, so much tomorrow. Talk
2: all night, um, so much longer. Yeah,
1: I love Boba Fett. Definitely have a Fett ish, ish, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's go right into our closing thoughts and pun count right after. All right, guys, roundtable final thoughts from I'm so, today. So excited for the show. Stoked. I mean, by the time ECT, find out what it means to me. That's how it opens to
3: me aretha franklin twin sons of tatooine aretha franklin just montage of boba fett cleaning up the cleaning up the deal cleaning up jabba's castle got jabba's palace
0: and the spiders are walking by
2: yeah
3: that's how it should not open it should not but uh yeah december 29th can't come soon enough and i know i can't
2: believe it's already almost here right i mean this year has flown by i remember. It, it feels like yesterday where i was calling zach it was like luke luke skywalker just showed up <laughs> like, yeah and that was almost a year ago was just twice. a year ago <laughs> yep yep
1: yeah so yeah well, so i'm it, still i'm still not in love or excited about boba Fett the character but i am excited about the treatment so hopefully i fall in love with boba fett the character we'll take that series.
2: we'll take that that's baby steps kevin
1: but steps boba
3: baby steps Baby steps to the other. steps now in anticipation the door in in, in preparation for this show i i'm usually not one to drop some coin on a really expensive nerdy thing like i'm a frugal nerd like you know paid 20 bucks for this shirt 15 for this hat like i like having nerd but i don't normally drop coin that was until i found out that the book of boba was coming out and i was like you know what i actually want to get some boba swag so it made an appearance earlier this episode but
2: some pretty, I dropped some Imperial credits
3: I, there. I, I definitely <laughs> dropped some Beskar Camtono's. That's awesome. helmet. I'm not going to lie. Pretty, it's pretty, on the Boba Fett pretty Black fun. Series. It was
2: worth every credit.
3: Oh, hands down. Meredith, Meredith was asking me, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, all right, hear me out. Bear with I'm, me. I'm, I'm, I am totally going to be a six-year-old boy in this moment, yeah. but I really want this helmet. <laughs> it's
0: that's the awesome. start next year. He's going to have the rest of it. There you go.
3: No, well, and, and that's probably where that, that might be when I'm like sixty, because <laughs> man, people drop
1: coin on Mandalorian yeah. armor. You should put like a real head in it and say, "No, this is actually Django." <laughs> <laughs> it came. It came pre-headed. Sorry, it's not. Don't come at me, police. This is. This is how I bought it. <laughs> Blame Amazon. <laughs> Oh, this one was an eBay purchase. So, sorry, even worse. At least it wasn't Craigslist. <laughs>
2: Craigslist, I'd almost understand why you'd find. Yeah. yeah, Craigslist. Or, or that wish. that'd be
1: on. That'd be on me. That <laughs> yeah. would be on me if yeah, I got off Craigslist. It's a wish.com. It's a Wish. <laughs> it's a wish.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Got it for you. They just went to Comic Con and cut somebody's head off and mailed it to you. Here you go. Oh, but
2: it costs like ten bucks. So.
1: So, yeah, so I don't care. All i'm right. not gonna pull the head out so i don't want to know who it actually is it smells really bad but anyways on that note on that note don't forget to follow and subscribe
3: <laughs> if you like hearing about decapitated heads
1: please like follow to
3: subscribe all that thing
1: yeah visit us on datgumnerbs we uh, have some great merch there as well or you can join our patreon page through there just like daniel did and guest on our show yep yep
2: yeah, come hang out Discord. with us on Discord. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're on Discord. Uh, all, all four of us are on Discord. All we have a lot of, of fun us. there. That's Always right. great. Uh, and of course, some other folks as well. Always great conversations going on about all kinds of things nerd and dad life
1: and random um, memes
2: and random memes. So, memes. Random.
1: <laughs> our
3: meme game is random as they come,
2: <laughs> but come join us on Discord. It's a lot of fun. Yeah.
3: So, moral of the story follow, subscribe, check out dagumnerds.com. And uh, Daniel, where can people find you? Anything you want to on plug?
0: Discord. You can find me on Discord. <laughs> <laughs> like you can I often said. find
3: Daniel rolling his eyes at my dad jokes on, on Discord. And Discord. On Discord. Eh, not just
2: Daniel.
1: <laughs> not just Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a couple other <laughs> lost souls. Lost soul. And then, Zach, what's our pun count? This yeah,
3: season? speaking of dad jokes. Oh, we
0: were at a very healthy
3: eighteen for this episode. Oh,
1: wow! Yeah, that's even higher than I thought it was.
0: Yeah, that's pretty, mean, that's pretty good. We we had to make up for a drought. I come, I came in knowing that there was going to be a disturbance
1: in the, in 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 the puniverse. Fair. pun-iverse. Yes, fair. And and no rant After a few uh, episodes, I, in- I of- listen. I got out of my
3: system with a Thanksgiving special. If anyone didn't listen to my opener to the Thanksgiving special, just so you know, I got Andrew's permission. To he was like, okay, you can release an episode. <laughs> Yeah, tell them
1: that i was gonna <laughs> i was gonna include like you know 10 puns in the first 10 seconds and that's so.
0: awesome
1: <laughs> so check it out check it out that's all we have for you today thank you so much for listening and as always we'll catch you later dad give nerds
2: as you wish worth a lot to me game over